Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Well, host, singular this evening. Welcome to Motorsports Madness. My name is Tom Baker. Now, we do have an additional host, but he's not in the studio. Peter Strada going to be joining us from, uh, well, I guess, uh, see, that's what I love about Nikea James. When she produces a show, uh, she's already got Peter Strada on the strutmasters.com hotline out of the pits and onto the track with us. Uh, so, Peter, how you doing out there? What's happening up at High Point? I'm doing pretty good. Campus is slowly uh, getting less and less crowded. Less and less crowded, okay? I think that's a good thing, maybe. Um, but uh, Peter's going to be joining me this evening via the, as I said, the Strutmasters.com hotline uh, for the show. Randy Miller is out tonight, as is Jacob Seelman, as is Noah Lewis. Um, so Peter and I are going to hold the fort down. Now, we do have a special guest tonight as well, Sam Butler, one of the fastest rising young stars in the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Late Model Series, uh, Weekly Racing Series. Let me do that right. The NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Racing Series Late Models, there we go, um, is going to be joining us. He just won Saturday night the Bobby Isaac Memorial 100 at Hickory Motor Speedway, one of the two biggest races the track holds. Um, and to do it, he had to pass the National NASCAR Championship points leader, and the second place car, Ryan Millington and Josh Berry. He raced with them the entire race, passed them both, and drove away to get the win. So Sam's going to join us a little later as well. We want to get you, uh, uh, let you meet him and get to know him a little bit. Uh, he is a young man you're going to want to follow because he has a very bright future in this sport, I believe. So uh, we're going to talk to Sam as well. And, of course, Man, what a news day. Bubba Wallace has made a big announcement today regarding his future. We're going to get to that right after we take a break. And we've also got uh, other NASCAR news to tell you about. NASCAR's shortening a track. We'll talk to you about that coming up uh, and all the news of the week, plus the uh, hot topics. We'll look back. We'll look ahead. We'll do all of it right after this. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know, it won't start. How are we getting home? Chill, my parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Jesse Love, one of the up-and-coming stars of the sport, uh, who's currently in the Toyota Racing Development Program. Uh, We've had Jesse on this show several times. He's actually uh, off running a a pair of... uh, Midget shows, I think Power Eye, I'm not sure, might be USAC, but uh, I think he's running a pair of uh, Power Eye Midget shows with Keith Coons Motorsports this weekend. Okay, welcome to Motorsports Madness. My name is Tom Baker from Race Chaser Media. And on the phone, we have my co-host for the evening. That is Peter Strada. Peter is from uh, TSJ Sports. And, uh, of course, uh, our other two co-hosts, as I mentioned in the opening segment, Randy Miller and... Noah Lewis both out today. Jacob Seelman also still uh, out. Hopefully we may see Jacob back in the studio next week. We're keeping our fingers crossed for that. Um, so uh, Jacob will return very soon. And uh, so Peter and I will hold down the fort tonight. We got a lot to talk about. Sam Butler coming up at 8 o'clock. And uh, we'll see if we may be able to sneak Randy in before the show's over on the phone as well. Uh, everybody uh, had other commitments this week. Lots going on. Um, Noah is actually uh, covering NASCAR racing this weekend. So uh, we'll look forward to having him back next week to tell us all about that. Okay, Peter Strada, first of all, welcome back to the show. Um, I keep looking over at the Seelman seat and you're not there. Uh, so I can just stare into the camera uh, and talk to you tonight. So first of all, um, Bubba Wallace not coming back to Richard Petty Motorsports in 2021. Um, I mean, I think we all knew this was a possibility, but I don't know about you, but I just couldn't quite imagine the scenario 
Um, given all that we kept hearing about RPM, what are you hearing about the details of this? I honestly couldn't imagine, couldn't picture it either before reading the tweets that came out today. I really thought that Bubba and RPM were building something special over there, getting so many more partners, so many different companies on that 43 Chevrolet. And it'll be weird seeing that car on track next year without Bubba Wallace in it for sure. Yeah, I I think it is going to be crazy. Um, it's it's really um, now it it really throws the silly season into super silly mode because I keep hearing, you know that that there's a lot of, um, I mean there seems to be a lot of conversation around Bubba and the forty eight. I I just I mean I don't know I I don't. I don't see that. I just don't see it. Uh, maybe, um, you know, it's 2020 after all. And, and, and I don't mean anything negative toward Bubba in terms of talent or anything else. I just am not sure he's exactly the right um, fit at Hendrick based upon what Hendrick normally looks for. His sort of archetypical driver choices. But, um, I mean, I believe that if you put Bubba in championship equipment, Bubba will go out and win. And so... You know, from that standpoint, um, but man, you got the 42 open because Matt Kenseth has pretty much indicated he's probably not coming back. You've got uh, Bubba out there, Eric Jones out there. A.J. Allmendinger would love to get back to Cup if if somebody offered him the right situation. Greg Biffle has said he would come back to Cup full-time if he got offered the right situation. Um, Kyle Larson is obviously still hanging around out there. Um, you know, there, there are just so many drivers that are, you know, we don't know what Matt DiBenedetto's future is. Corey LaJoy has announced he's not coming back to go fast. So what does that mean for his future? Um, the 37 may be open because there's a lot of rumor about Ryan Priest going to the 98 Xfinity car with Stuart Haas racing. Um, Chase Briscoe coming up to cup. Probably will fill the, the the seat in the thirty two. We we don't know what Clint Boyer's future is. I mean, it's just uh, all of this is just crazy. I mean, do you see? And now we got Ty Dillon out there as well. If the rumors about the thirteen are true, and um, that team gets sold, we don't know if Ty would go with it or what the situation is. So you got to throw him into the the possible pool of free agents. Um, Gosh, man, where do you even begin to start trying to figure out where these pieces fit? I mean, this silly season has been crazy already. We saw Kozlowski was kind of the first domino to fall a couple months ago when he re-signed in the Penske 2 car, and yeah. I think Bubba was the next big domino to fall. And over the next week or two, I think we'll see a lot of shifting, a lot of butts going into seats and musical chairs starting to somehow work some sort of semblance for a 2021 grid for the cup series. I mean, we've actually, you know, we were hearing for a good while that the 88 car for Hendrick might go away and you may see Alex Bowman move over. Um, I mean, it's just been extra crazy this, this year already up to this point. Um, And I don't, I mean, honestly, I feel like there are more elite winning drivers out there than there are elite winning rides available right now. And that's, what's interesting to me about this whole thing 
is that I feel like somebody is going to, it's like musical chairs, literally somebody is not going to have a seat in a top car or maybe a couple of bodies are not going to have a seat in a top car. You've got rumors about Richard Petty going to Toyota, maybe becoming a two-car team. Um, Denny Hamlin potentially being involved in that ownership group. It's just insane the amount of activity with drivers and especially with teams this, this at this point with the 13 team being up in the air and, and RPM maybe moving. It, it's just nuts when you think about it, all the stuff that you're hearing in and, and, um, and yet we, we, we've spent obviously the first uh, part of the show talking about all that and we've got playoffs going on. So that kind of tells you where we're at when, you know, silly season is almost overpowering the playoff race right now. Absolutely. I mean, obviously the season being put on hold for a couple months back earlier this year with the shutdown really put all these contract talks on hold and everything's starting to swell to the surface now. So at some point, everyone's going to hopefully find a seat. And I have a feeling that the grid for the 2021 Daytona 500 will look a lot different than many have expected. There's no question. Okay, so um, we're going to play a little what if here, uh, or I'm going to play a little what if with you at least. Um, All right. If you were a car owner and you've got, you know, a, a winning car and, and you could choose from any of the drivers that are kind of hanging out there at this point, who are you putting in your car as your number one draft pick, so to speak? My number one draft pick would be Kyle Larson. I mean, we've seen how much he's been tearing up the dirt track ranks this year, and I think he's a man on a mission. Once someone signs him back into NASCAR, I'd put Ganassi at about a mid, the car he was in, at about a mid-tier car. If he gets anything better than what the 42 car was, I think he's a championship contender right out of the gate. So I think he's, Still the highest touted free agent driver, and I don't think he will be for much longer. Where do you see him going? I mean, I'm looking at the 14 car, and I'm hearing Clint Boyer, who now has switched from "I really want to be back in in the in the 14 car" to "I, I I'd love to be continue to be involved in the sport in any way I can." Um, and I think the part you leave out there is even if it's in the Fox booth, and I'm I start to smell. How how can we pull a, enough sponsorship together to put Larson in that car? Um, and then at that point, you know, maybe Clint goes to another one of these rides or whatever. But um, what, where does Larson land? Does he, do you think he's where would you where do you think he's most likely to land? I think he's most likely to land the 14. Him and Tony have a relationship predating Larson's NASCAR career. They've been buddies in dirt racing for over 10 years now, yeah. and I think Tony's wanted Larson in one of his cars since before he ever joined the Cup Series in a the Ganassi development program. So if I were betting on Larson, I'd say he's in the 14 for 2021. Well, um, yeah, I, I think that's his best bet because, uh, again, I think if Kyle's going to come back, he wants to win, and I think that's the best shot that he would have to actually win. We're going to pick this up right where we're leaving it off as soon as we get back from this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We continue with Motorsports Madness, presented by Race Chaser Radio. Um, Tom Baker and Peter Strada, I have just made an executive decision. We are going to make a bit of a detour here. We'll get back to the the, uh, silly season talk a little later. But I want to get to some conversation with you, Peter Strada, um, about the truck series, because as we both know, as this show is going on live, which is on Thursday night, um, we are on live on the Performance Motorsports Network and also on Race Chaser Radio, which is uh, accessible by going to the homepage at Race Chaser Online 
Facebook.com. And just scrolling down and uh, clicking on the live player, you can hear the show live. Um, if you got the PMN radio app, you can hear it live on there too. But uh, as we go live with this, the truck race starts in less than an hour. And uh, though it may be a little later than that, because I understand that uh, they've had some weathering going on up there in Richmond. Yeah, the forecast had 85% chance of rain, but Noah actually just texted me and said the track looks dry for now. So fingers oh, crossed they at least get it started and they get to add Vortex 3 working. Okay, I thought I saw something that said it actually had rain. So that's uh, that's good. If it hasn't, hopefully it won't. And we can get, I think it's uh, scheduled for about an 8 o'clock start um, somewhere in there. But um, look forward to... Uh, seeing the results of that because this is the final regular season race. So this is the cutoff race for the truck series. The, their playoff starts next in the next event. Now, um, of course, again, for those of you who don't know, the Cup Series playoffs started at Darlington. They're, they're all on different schedules this year because of the uh, COVID pandemic and having to sort of scramble to find race dates and such. So the, the trucks um, truck uh, regular season finale is tonight. Here's the bubble. Uh, I think this is really interesting. You've got Todd Gilliland at 10 above the cutoff line. Tyler Ankrum um, is then um, actually that uh, where am I looking here? No, that's right. Yeah, Todd Gilliland, Tyler Ankrum, and Derek Krause are the ones that um, that are our concern here as far as making the playoffs or not. Now, of course, below them, you've got some veterans. You've got Stuart Friesen. You've got Johnny Sauter. Um, those two in particular have not won a race yet. If they win, they're in. Um, but they've got to win to be in. Ditto for Rafi Lassard, Tanner Gray, um, uh, I was going to say Ty Majewski, but he's out of the 45, and we still don't know what happened there. Uh, Trevor Bain taking over uh, that ride effective this week, or at least four this week. So out of that group, I mean, you got Gilliland, Ankrum, and Krause. Let's just start with those three. Assuming that we don't get a winner from below the cutoff, Peter, who are the two out of those three that you feel like have the best shot to come out of tonight with a playoff spot between Gilliland, Ankrum, and Kraus. I really like Ankrum. GMS has come on strong of late. They've won, I think, four of the last five races. And I really think Ankrum will have a great opportunity for a top five, maybe even a win tonight. And I still think Gilliland, he's a driver on a mission after missing last year's playoffs. He wants to prove that he has the talent to be a true contender in the truck series. And, uh, chase after the championship. Yeah. Um, again, Gilliland and Ankrum both in at the moment. Derek Krause is the one. He's 10 below. He's the one that would be the the spoiler. Um, unless, again, somebody below him wins. Nobody below Derek Krause in 11th place has a chance at the playoffs unless they win tonight. That's their only way in would be to win. Um, I, I really like... Uh, Gilliland and Ankrum. I, I mean, it's, and I know I, I, I watched Derek finish second last week and I know that team can be tough and all it takes is, you know, some misfortune by either Todd or Tyler, but I like those two. And in fact, I like both of those two 
to actually contend for the win in this race. I, I think uh, both of them are going to be up in the top five, top seven all day. Um, you know, and, and again, Kraus certainly could be as well. But if I'm picking two out of those three to make the playoffs, I'm picking Gilliland and Ankrum. Now I'll throw this one to you, Peter. What do you think of the chances that we see somebody from below the cutoff line get a win tonight and throw it into percentage form for us? Uh, I'd say a pretty low percentage chance, probably like 15 or 20 percent. I like Sawyer's odds, honestly, at the win, but he's just snake bitten this year. Something is taking him out of contention every week, whether it's a spin, whether it's an engine issue, whether it's uh, failing the dunk test of the tires, just something's taking him out of contention in every race. He's had shots to win this year, but just nothing's panned out. I really think Kyle Busch's quote of it's still 2020 fits Johnny Sauter better than it does Kyle Busch. Five top five finishes between the two of them, Friesen and Sauter. That's it this year. No wins. Um, I would say the chances are 1%. Uh, I don't see either one of them winning tonight, to tell you the truth. Uh, I could see Sauter getting a win at some point this year, but Obviously, tonight is the determining factor whether he makes the playoffs with that win or not, and I don't see it happening here. I just don't. I I think the usual suspects are going to be in play, and the reason I throw both Gilliland and Ankrum into that mix is because we've seen them both be fast, and Ankrum um, is is starting to sort of work through his adjustment process. It's taken him a lot of time to adjust from what he was used to in terms of setups and feel with the Toyota to now the Chevy. And it's just been, you know, it's been a while for him to, to kind of get comfortable. Um, he's had some great runs. He's had some really bad luck. You know, it's, it's, it's been kind of a, a mixed bag season. Um, but I believe that Tyler's going to be good enough tonight to get in. And I think Gilliland also with a chance to win. Um, I want to take a moment here while we're, talking about trucks and um, Christian Eckes is in the playoffs. So he doesn't have to worry about that, but Christian may have a little bit of extra motivation tonight to go get his first win for Kyle Busch motorsports because uh, he lost his grandpa uh, a couple of days ago. I think uh, he was I believe like 94. Uh, and so I think Christian may be a little bit motivated to go win one for his grandpa, and uh, we want to extend our condolences to uh, Christian and his family as well on on uh, the loss of uh, Christian's grandfather. Um, so we, I think uh, he would be a nice sentimental favorite to, to go get a win at Richmond tonight. Again, he's already in the playoffs, so his win wouldn't affect anything that happens below him. Um, he's already ahead, actually. Right now he's eighth in playoff points, and honestly, um, would you agree with me, Peter, that Christian, for the way he's raced this year, he should have had at least two wins? Oh, I agree. He's had speed in so many races this year, but just something's taking him out of every race. A lot like Johnny Sauter, but maybe not as catastrophically as Sauter. He's had three second-place finishes this year. I remember Pocono in specific stood out. Uh, the eighteen was leading that race late, and then I think they spawned and ran into some issue because they finished 33rd that day. But, yeah, that 18 truck has looked a lot stronger this year than in last year or recent years. And I think once Eckes makes 
Well, he is in the playoffs, but I think once these playoffs start, he can really be an outside threat at this championship. Yeah, I agree with you. I uh, Again, once you get into the playoffs, things have a way of kind of shifting in one way or another. Somebody, somebody like a Christian Eckes will come out in the first race and win, and all of a sudden they're – the momentum takes them to the top of the, you know, the, 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 the heap, so to speak, um, and changes the confidence that they race with after that in the playoffs. So it gives them a shot at the championship. I think uh, Christian's definitely one of those guys that could do that. All right, let's, let's uh, talk about disappointments up to, up to this point in the season who would be who are you most disappointed with in the truck series? My biggest disappointment has got to be Stuart Freeze. And this team made the championship four last year on the strength of two wins. They really looked like they were getting better each week, putting races together. And I really thought they'd come out and be a contender for multiple wins and the championship again this year, but the manufacturer change over the autism to Toyota is just not going right for that team. And that's why Friesen is currently 14th in points in a must-win situation tonight. Yeah, I agree. That's a good choice. Uh, I'm going to just uh, go with the other, I think, obvious choice, Johnny Sauter, because you expect him to go win at least one or two races every year, and that team just hasn't gotten it done. They're sitting 15th in points right now. No shot at the playoffs unless they win tonight. Um, I'm going with Johnny Sauter as my biggest disappointment. Who's your biggest surprise? Um, the biggest surprise has got to be Sheldon Creed. He's really come on as of late the past couple of weeks and months. He's got three wins. He could have been four this past week at Darlington. And I think that whole GMS stable, once these playoffs start, all, all five of them will have a legit shot at this championship, but especially Sheldon Creed. Yeah, Sheldon's on a run for sure. I expected him to have a good year. Uh, my biggest surprise, honestly, is Zane Smith. I, I think... I mean, I, I had faith in Zane's talent, and he's got Bono Mannion as his crew chief, so I figured he would be fine. But honestly, man, him coming out, knocking off two wins, um, I, I see him as one of the biggest threats to the championship as we go into the playoffs, especially if he comes out with a top three or four finish tonight. Should be really interesting. Okay, so Truck Series running a Thursday night race, and uh, then, of course, Xfinity and Cup the next two nights. And we are going to um, step aside. When we come back, we'll continue talking NASCAR and Sam Butler coming up in a while as well. Stay with us. More of Madness after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. 
if you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Okay, so <laughs> welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Uh, Nikea, our producer, and I were gabbing during the break, and uh, all of a sudden it was time to go back in the air. It's like, oh, wait. Um, We've got uh, Peter Strada with us from TSJ Sports, uh, and he is on the Strutmasters.com hotline. This show, of course, brought to you by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. We're going to tell you more about them in a little while. But uh, we, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of turn this back around again because I just, I always watch Twitter during our shows just for anything that may be worth. Uh, injecting into our discussion and i happened to see an article by david smith who is um with motorsportsanalytics.com and this article is published on forbes.com and the article says rpm owner long interested in improving nascar's diversity eyes replacements for bubba wallace I'm going to read some of this article to you, Peter, and obviously for our audience. And then I'm going to ask you for your thoughts here, because this is kind of interesting. So here's, I'll start at the beginning. When Andrew Merstein, who now owns Richard Petty Motorsports, 
established his sports fund years ago with the intent of buying into a professional team. His focus was on partnering with an owner from an underrepresented group and consisted of talks with Michael Jordan. Peter, remember, we'll get back to that part in a minute. Ties into something else we're hearing about RPM. I didn't know that had happened. The fund ultimately led to his purchasing a share in Richard Petty Motorsports, an organization within the predominantly white sport of auto racing. Merstein sought to shift that decades-long perception, signing Cuban-American driver Arik Almarola in 2012, followed by African-American rookie Bubba Wallace in 2018. Wallace, who confirmed today he's leaving RPM at the end of the 2020 season, despite being offered an ownership stake, takes with him a portfolio of recently acquired sponsors, including Columbia Sportswear, DoorDash, and Cash App. This leaves RPM, a team small in stature compared to the majority of NASCAR heavyweights, in the lurch. Firstly, the organization needs sponsor partners to press forward in a racing series fueled almost entirely by sponsor revenue and all of the recent interest, up to five meetings a week, with prospective sponsors from one, according to Merstein, were centered around Wallace. In addition to survival, a cash infusion, regardless of its origin, is something Merstein believes can expedite the growth of the team. Now, I'm going to skip um, a paragraph here because it's not important um, and go to this paragraph and then we can discuss this. Secondly, Merstein still has interest in providing an opportunity for a driver from an underrepresented group. Identifying Japanese-American driver Kyle Larson, a winner of six NASCAR Cup Series races, and, wait for it, Peter, Haley Deegan, the daughter of X Games legend Brian Deegan, in an exclusive interview with me in July. And here's his quote. There's different options for us if we want to continue our drive for diversity, Merstein said, and the possibility of replacing Wallace. I'm looking at drivers like Haley Deegan coming up through the ranks, I would have a heart-to-heart with Kyle Larson to see if he's worthy of a second chance. Now, there's there's more to the article, and if you want to check it out, you can go to Forbes.com, and I'm actually going to retweet it here when I get a minute on at Race Chaser Media. Um, so you can go there as well to, uh, to our site or our uh, Twitter and access it from there. Peter Haley Deegan? I mean, she's still at least five years away from the Cup Series. She hasn't even made a National Series start yet. And she said this week she's probably not going to make a truck debut this year, pushed off to next year possibly. So strong words to mention Haley Deegan as a potential replacement for Bubba in the 43. Well, yeah, I I just thought that was interesting. I mean, she I agree. She's not even I don't know if she's five years, but she surely isn't uh, ready now by any stretch of the imagination. And I actually think she would agree with that. Um, but Kyle Larson, I mean, now before you respond to Kyle Larson, let's also go back. Remember, I said, keep, keep this in, in, you know, put a little bookmark there um, about. Uh, how Merstein's focus was on partnering with an owner from an underrepresented group and consisted of talks with Michael Jordan. So now we have been hearing that RPM may switch to Toyota and that uh, Denny Hamlin, who currently obviously runs the FedEx car for Joe Gibbs Racing, 
and Jordan may buy into the team. Those two are our business partners. They're, they're great friends. Um, Hamlin is, is a Jordan. Um, well, let's put it this way. He, he looks at Michael Jordan with a lot of respect. I was going to say a worshiper, but I don't want to say it that way. Um, but because Hamlin's a big basketball guy and, um, you know, the, and so they've been great friends. I mean, now you start to wonder, is there really a possibility that that part could happen? Now, if that happens and they're going to, they're going to be basically the replacement for the uh, 95 team in the Joe Gibbs racing uh, sort of satellite stable satellite position. Now you wonder, could they then have the kind of a program that would attract Kyle Larson who I know is, I believe with everything in me, is not coming back if he's going to run 20th. He's going to want a winning team. Um, <laughs> I just, what do you think? I honestly think Kyle Larson is going to go to a proven winning team over taking a chance, even if Michael Jordan is behind a brand-new startup team. I, I personally would rather see him go to a car that's established and is capable of winning races consistently and potentially running for a championship. Yeah. Now, um, the other, the other possibility here is also addressed in this article and I saved it until after we talked about those two, um, because we also have been hearing that if RPM goes to Toyota, there may be two cars now instead of just the one. So they reserve the number 44. And so you would have had Bubba, who they were anticipating staying, and Daniel Suarez is the driver they, that was rumored that Toyota would like to have back in competitive equipment. Suarez, of course, ran for Joe Gibbs Racing for a couple of seasons and then um, was sort of dismissed for Eric Jones um, and went over <coughs> excuse me, to Gaunt Brothers Racing and... Uh, of course, has had a really, really miserable season with them, honestly. He's got a little bit of sponsorship with uh, Coms, his personal sponsor, Comscope. But um, maybe, again, you know, you just have to wonder here. And then, of course, you've got Ty Dillon hanging out there. But Ty doesn't really bring in um, that sort of underrepresented group, um, nor does Brandon Jones. So... Uh, those are the other two mentioned in the article. So I, I, I just think this article is in some ways, this article kind of enlightens us and kind of makes more sense out of the whole RPM to Toyota uh, that there's, there's already been some discussion with Michael Jordan in the past. And, you know, maybe there's still that going on and that could maybe be more, you know, a little bit more than just uh, somebody's silly pipe dream. I really like the, what the article mentioned about Daniel Suarez because I feel like he hasn't really gotten a fair shake yet in the Cup Series. He inherited the 19 car after Carl Edwards' sudden retirement, but Dave Rogers, the crew chief of that team, left, I think, four or five races into Daniel's rookie year. So the team he had over at Joe Gibbs was really a shell of its former self that ran with Carl Edwards for a couple of championships. And then he didn't really have enough time to really fit in the groove at Stuart Haas Racing. Yeah. So I really like to see him get a fair shakedown in the Cup Series in a somewhat competitive car. So if that is at RPM with Jordan behind it, I'd be all for it. I'd be a huge fan. 
Thank you for the save on uh, Stuart Haas Racing. I skipped right by that and put him over at Gump Brothers. Yeah, he had a year with Stuart Haas, and he just missed the playoffs. I mean, it wasn't as if he ran poorly. He didn't. And, you know, I think it takes more than a year to react and get comfortable in most cases with a team. We saw Chase Elliott come up. Uh, in the in the Hendrick Motorsports, it took him 99 starts to get a win, and that's in championship equipment with a championship team um, having replaced Jeff Gordon. So, um, you know, I I agree with you. I think we need to get a better data sample for Daniel because he did not. He had a very topsy turvy situation at JGR. You know, I don't want to paint JGR with a black brush, but their history with developing youngsters. They've had Joey Logano, they've had Daniel Suarez, and they've had Eric Jones, and all three are gone now. Um, and if you look at the length of time that they raced for Gibbs, I think it's been two years, two years, and two years. Um, and Daniel might have had three, I can't remember. But, um, you know, so I don't, their record at the cup level with young drivers being able to you know, perform in the, in their lack of patience with those drivers, I think is, is telling. Um, so I think Eric Jones, if he lands in the right spot, will have, will, will do what Joey Logano did at Penske. And I would think that Daniel Suarez now, again, I don't know that the 43 is a great step up, but I think it's better than the Gaunt brothers car. Absolutely. The 43, at least a chartered car, they'd be in every race next year. And, I think what Bubba has built over there the past couple of years, they're a bit more of a solid foundation than the Gaunt Brothers 96 car. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, – I, I really believe that if if you put Daniel in a car – and if in other words, if I think if he'd had a second year uh, with Stuart Haas, I think you would have seen him in the playoffs, and I think he probably would have won a, won a race. Um, but – you know, it's it's hard because sometimes you drive bad equipment for just so long. Driving is a mental undertaking as much as it is anything else. And you kind of program yourself to deal with what your situation is. And I, it, it sometimes you can develop bad habits driving bad cars because you're trying to be more aggressive or drive a certain way to get more out of the car than what it's got. And I know that um, even Corey LaJoy kind of got away from some of those bad habits with the 32 car. And as soon as he did that, he, you know, he ended up actually running faster. And of course, I think the team improved as well a little bit. Um, So, you know, there's a lot to be said, but that, I just thought that was a really interesting article. Um, And I like to react in real time to things I see on Twitter during these shows, because obviously it's uh it's fresh material and some of it can be very uh, discussion worthy. And I think that was an example of that. Um, so again, uh, truck race getting ready to start here. Um, and we can get back to talking about trucks here. Who do you see coming out of tonight with, if you were picking a winner in the truck series, who are you going with? I mean, the trucks haven't visited Richmond in over 10 years. I think, and I'll be, and I have a veteran. I'm picking Matt Crafter for the win. Ooh, wow. Okay. Well, I can see that because, again, experience would count. Um, but I just don't have that much faith in Matt Crafton, to be honest. And I'll tell you, Ben Rhodes winning last week, I think, may just be enough 
to uh, propel him to a second win in a row, but I'm not going to pick him. I'm actually going to pick Zane Smith because, you know, I've always had a philosophy. It's called, I believe what I see. And if you look at the top of the standings, you know, Sheldon Creed and Zane Smith have been the two hottest um, drivers as of late. And of course, then Ben getting the win last week. So we'll see uh, where that goes. We're going to step aside, be back with more of Motorsports Madness after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color it, Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness uh, as we continue for another week with Motorsports Conversation. We've got uh, Sam Butler coming up shortly to uh, talk about his big breakout win at the Hickory Motor Speedway on 
Saturday of last weekend. I was there to see that. Uh, looking forward to catching up with him to talk to him about that. And also, of course, uh, we'll continue with more conversation with uh, with um, our phone guest and co-host for the evening, Peter Strada from TSJ Sports. Okay, so I know that this is a particularly difficult time for a lot of people in terms of jobs and job losses and, uh, you know, people just really evaluating their future and thinking maybe we want to do something different. Maybe I need a change. Maybe I need more skills. Maybe I just want to, you know, want to better my life somehow and get out of the career I've been in. Or maybe I need a first career because I'm graduating high school or college or even um, graduating or, or coming off of a tour of duty in the service and just looking for a first career. So here's a great option for you. Mycomputercareer.edu. These guys do it right. It's IT training. IT is one of the fastest growing industries on the planet right now. Over 2 million cybersecurity jobs alone unfilled right now in this country. Way more demand for those jobs than there are supply of properly trained people to fill them. So how do you become one of those people? Simple. Go to mycomputercareer.edu. Take the career evaluation test. It's free of charge. If you feel that IT is a career that you might want to pursue, it's this easy. They have financial aid available if you need it and you are eligible for it, uh, even the GI Bill. And you can train one to two days a week online. That's it. One to two days a week online and in as little as four months, you are set to go in a brand new career and it's that easy when you're ready to go out into the workforce. My computer career works with hundreds of employers to get you placed. They really seriously do. It's a great school. They're great people. I know them personally and uh, couldn't recommend them more highly. Mycomputercareer.edu. It is training for a better life. Take my advice and go. We'll be right back. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. 
a message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. As we continue with Motorsports Madness, uh, Tom Baker with you. And uh, I'm sitting in the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. Peter Strada from TSJ Sports is my co-host for the evening, remotely, social distancing uh, properly, all the way up in uh, High Point, North Carolina, about an hour or so from here, uh, High Point University area. And um, happy to have him with us. And also we're going to have Sam Butler here shortly Sam's going to talk to us about his big win at Hickory. And then, if we're lucky, we may hear from Randy Miller, who's usually in the studio with us. Uh, Randy had to work tonight, but um, he uh, may give us a call here in a little while to help us with uh, sorting out our picks and and where we're at and all the fantasy stuff. So, um, all right, very quickly, I want to get uh, kind of a lightning round in here with you. Um, and... Uh, Peter, the Xfinity series, of course, putting on a fantastic show um, again and again, a big finish. Somebody needs to explain to me. I thought NASCAR had said they weren't allowing cup drivers to race in any other series, but cup this year, at least for the rest of the year. Um, Am I wrong about this? Because I'm wondering why Denny Hamlin was even in the race the other day. They didn't say that for the rest of the year. They made that distinction for the Daytona Road Course because they didn't want anyone from Cup or any other series getting an edge up on the competition. Ah. Denny runs this one race at Darlington every year for sport clips, and that's why he was in the car this weekend. I wondered about that and hadn't had time to research it, but uh, that clears it up. Denny uh, was in the uh, running for the win until he and Ross Chastain got together. Uh, and Brandon Jones said, pass you very much. Took the lead and went on to win his second race of the year. We've got about 30 seconds. Um, what does this mean for Brandon Jones going into the playoffs in terms of his momentum? I think we might have. I thought we had him. I think we, are you there? Nope, I think we lost him. We'll uh, see if we get him back. But uh, we'll we'll talk about that uh, 
coming up in our next uh, available segment here. We've got Sam Butler coming up, hopefully just after we get back from this break at about uh, 8 Eastern. So we'll be back with more Motorsports Madness right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. As we get to the second half of the program here, um, let's, uh, if we can, Nike, let's bring both of our phone guests on. Um, we've got uh, Peter Strada still with us from TSJ Sports, and uh, we'll, we're going to have Sam Butler with us as well. Sam has... Uh, Sam is kind of in the pits here, so to speak, on the grid waiting to come out on the track. We've got more breaking news, Peter. I don't know if you've seen this or not. 
Um, because literally, well, no, I guess actually it's about two hours old. I don't know how I didn't see this before. NASCAR has suspended driver Mike Wallace indefinitely on Thursday for a behavior penalty in violation of the NASCAR rule book. According to the penalty report, Wallace violated sections 12.1, 12.8, 12.81.e, the last of which states this, member actions that could result in a fine and or indefinite suspension or termination, public statement and or communication that criticizes, ridicules, or otherwise disparages another person based upon that person's race, color, creed, national origin, gender, sexual orientation, marital status, religion, age, or handicapping condition. Wallace also must perform sensitivity training as directed by NASCAR. And again, this is Mike Wallace, um, who has driven just uh, a few times for uh, JD Motorsports in the Xfinity series. Now, um, I'm not going to read the the post um, in this segment, but we'll get to it, that he was supposedly suspended for. But I have to say, Peter, first of all, have you seen this? I did see it right before we came on air tonight. And I got to say, it reminds me too much of what happened with Larson back over the Easter weekend and his incident that resulted in his removal from Ganassi and from the sport entirely. And you hate to see it, and hopefully uh, Wallace learns a lesson. Well, okay, maybe while um, while we're talking to Sam here, if you can multitask, Peter, maybe you can, if you can go to the post, if you can find the post, because I may be looking at a different post. Um, I'm looking at a post that supposedly is the one he was suspended for, and I'm really confused because um, I don't see where there's anything rem- remotely controversial here. But that's why I'm saying maybe it's not the right post. So if you can find his uh, actual post that got him um, in trouble, maybe you can uh, just send it to me in our Facebook chat here. Um, and we'll, right, uh, I'll, we'll I'll look at it. Okay. So um, while Peter is doing his research, let's bring Sam Butler out as well. Um, Sam, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, man. Sam Butler, welcome to the show. It is good to have you on Motorsports Madness. Um, and for those who don't know Sam, Sam is from Indiana, uh, which means he should be an open wheel driver, except he's not. He's uh, actually um, really turning some heads over here in the Carolinas uh, for the way that he's come out of the box so strong in the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Racing Series Late Models. Um, I've been so used to wheeling week- weekly <laughs> It's just uh, Advanced Auto Parts is the new uh, entitlement sponsor for that that series uh, this year, and and um, it is throwing me for a huge loop. So uh, when I read it as as slow as a snail, that's why. Um, but in that series, uh, Sam is racing with on a weekly basis the number one and number two drivers in that championship points chase right now: Ryan Millington and Josh Berry. Uh, or it could be Josh than Ryan now because Josh had a little better night the other night. Um, so I'm not sure where that leaves the standings. I haven't seen the updated, but they're one and two anyway. And Sam is 16 years old. This is his first year racing in the series. He actually drives back and forth, um, comes round trip from Indiana every week to race at Hickory with Triple R Racing. And the other night in one of the tracks, two biggest races 
the Bobby Isaac Memorial 100, Sam actually ran side-by-side with Ryan Millington for about 15 straight laps uh, toward the end of the race before driving away from him, holding off Josh Berry, who never really even got close, and picking up the win. Sam, um, how can you describe for our audience what that feels like? Oh, I don't know if you can even put that into words. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's truly an honor to do that. And being my first year out, um, it's, it's definitely difficult. I've ran with um, Ryan and Josh for this whole year now, and um, I've gotten used to the way they drive. And I saw a hole this week or last weekend, and uh, I took it. Well, you certainly took it. <laughs> That's for sure. You went three wide um, and, you know, ended up again. These are the two best in the in the nation right now, at least from a points standpoint. Um, and, you know, Josh Berry running for junior motorsports. That's Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s late model team, for those of you who don't know. Um, and, and Ryan Millington has been a past track champion there and is one of the uh, he's still a young racer. I think he's uh, 18 still or 19. He is one of the best racers in the country. Pretty incredible to go out there and beat them that way. Um, you didn't miss a trick all night long. Uh, I think you qualified what fifth or started fifth quick. Um, and we're we, the uh, we actually, we actually fourth? started fourth. fourth. Yeah. Fourth. I knew it was one or the other. Um, and, <laughs> and you were in the top three, basically the whole race. Um, the car just looked like it was on rails. It definitely was, Tom. Um, I couldn't have been happier with the car for Triple R Racing and PRW Chassis working on it this whole year. And the car was truly on rails Saturday night. And we rolled off Friday, and we barely changed the car from Saturday night's race. So car was tip-top shape the whole weekend. Um, it just felt so comfortable and so, you know, at home perfect so can't thank them enough yeah it's really interesting in that i think that uh when you look at the group of cars that you race with i mean everybody focuses on ryan and josh because obviously they're the top two in points in the nation at this point which is great publicity for hickory motor speedway by the way and well deserved yeah um but they're not the only guys in the field that you've got to worry about on a typical Saturday night. I mean, you've got probably six or seven guys at least um, that that are plenty capable of jumping up and running for a win. And, you know, it's a, it's a stout field. So talk a little bit about your background that has, what's because uh, for those who don't know you, where did you start? What got you into racing and just kind of walk us quickly. We got about, a minute and a half so just give us a quick synopsis in about a minute and a half sounds good um so i was nine years old and i've always liked cars i've always liked being you know fast um so i really wanted to start racing i'm a first generation racer in my family and i started in quarter midgets we were pretty successful and then i was like you know what i want to move up the ladder we went to legend cars and then we were doing pretty good, and then I won the Bojangles Summer Shootout, and um, then I was like, all right, I really want to start, you know, moving now. So 
we uh, hopped in a late model this year, and we've been knocking on Josh's door and Ryan's door for a while now, and we finally picked it up last weekend. Yeah, uh, nice job. You didn't even take a minute. That was really impressive. <laughs> uh, now, uh, yeah, and, and I saw you race. Uh, what you told me the other day was actually your first time. I didn't know it at the time, but so it was your first time at Tri-County uh, Motor Speedway earlier this year, and you finished second to Jacob Hefner there as if you'd been running there for 10 years. <laughs> Yeah, um, Hickory is really taking a toll on me. Um, it really gets you ready for any track that you want to go tackle. So um, I went to Tri-County because we, you know, saw a Friday that we could go do it, so we did it, and the uh, car was solid there the whole weekend too. So we uh, picked up second. I think we qualified around third. And, uh, yeah, we picked up second there, and that was that was truly awakening because that was my first ever second rate or first ever second place finish in a late model so now i had uh, heard of you prior to that but uh first time i had the chance to talk with you and it was very quick at tri-county and then uh, of course we've gotten to know each other better here lately uh we're going to talk more to sam and also more with peter as we come back around the turn from this Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. 
When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Okay, welcome back. Trying to multitask here to make sure that I keep up with everything that's going on tonight. Uh, so those of you who are looking at me through a camera um, that see me on my phone, see me on, I'm not uh, playing Angry Birds. I'm uh, just trying to keep up with uh, everything being sent to me here during the breaks. So um, back to Motorsports Madness as we go. Uh, and continue with Sam Butler. Sam, again, if you missed the last segment, 16 years old from Indiana, picked up a big win at Hickory Motor Speedway last weekend uh, in the NASCAR late model division, beating the number one and number two drivers in the nation right now to win the Bobby Isaac Memorial 100. So, um, Sam, you, you, you first year in late models and, you know, you've already won at Hickory. You've been up there several times, top three, top five. You had a second at Tri-County. I know that you went to Myrtle Beach for their final race of the year, and that didn't necessarily, or final race ever, I, I should more properly say. The track's being sold and won't be a racetrack anymore, sadly. Um, but uh, I know that didn't yield the result that you wanted, but where I want to go with this is, the team that you're with, Triple R Racing, every once in a while, I mean, I see drivers like you come and go all the time, um, different teams, different situations, and sometimes it works great, sometimes not so much. Um, you know, I've watched you race for, for a few weeks now, um, and Saturday I, I spent more time, you know, kind of hanging around your, your area a little bit to kind of see um, I feel like you guys have an amazing bond and, and I, I can't understate at this level, um, that Sam's racing at how important it is to be properly matched with the right personality as your crew chief and, uh, the right team to drive for. It's not one size fits all in any way, shape or form. And I feel like Zach and the guys at triple R are just the perfect situation for you right now. For sure. I mean, I couldn't be happier with the team that I'm with right now. Um, they brought me under their wing when they saw me. They saw me win at Bojangles Summer Shootout, and they are like, you know, this kid's pretty good. So they brought me under their wing, and I tested in January, I'm pretty sure. And I, I fell in love with the car and how the team was treating me. Um, we've really grown like a family bond. Honestly, they are wonderful people to work with. I mean, you know, to the track, just to hanging out at the shop. I mean, PRW Chassis and Triple R Racing has really, you know, made me and, you know, made me a better, better person and for sure a better race car driver. So um, it's really just the bond that I have with, you know, Zach, McDan Zach McDaniels, Steven Civitrees, and Zach Bringer. Um, we really just, you know, connect. And I was very happy because I thought, you know, okay, now we're in the big time, you know, 
I don't know how this is going to go, but it went really well, and um, I couldn't be happier with the team that I'm with. You've uh, you've come out of the box so fast. I mean, it's very difficult when you're running a, a division like the late models um, to be able to step up and run with the quality of competition that you're running with at Hickory Motor Speedway and be able to be successful. Um, pretty amazing stuff to, to see you. What do you attribute that to? I mean, why why do you think, if, if you can put your finger on it, that you were able to make such a quick adjustment from the Legends cars to the late models? Honestly, the, uh, the late model feels, I know this is going to sound weird, but late model feels a lot like the quarter midget. Like, how it handles, how it turns into the corner by itself. Um, you know, it's a slick tire, um, which is different from Legend Cars because it's a groove tire. You have to throw it into the corner. You have to be really aggressive with it just to, you know, be fast. So um, with the late model, it's just a lot more, you know, you got to be calm. Calm is fast. You know, slow is fast, if you ever heard of that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's um, it wasn't that big of a learning curve it really just kind of drove it kind of fit my driving style um legend cars was really hard to you know adapt to because of quarter midgets being such an easy car to drive um so it was it was a very very easy learning curve for me personally but it's also a lot easier with people that i am with so i can't thank them enough now you are you are dyslexic, and I bring that up because I think that you know any time that you can inspire someone or give them hope or lift them up, it's a good thing. How does your dyslexia, if at all, um, affect your racing? For sure, I'm glad you brought that up because I I have fought dyslexia my whole entire life. Um, it's really been difficult for me in school, and honestly, it's you know, one of the things that I have to fight with every day, but I probably wouldn't be here racing today if I didn't have it. We moved up to Indiana because of uh, my dyslexia to go to a, you know, special school for it. And I found racing in Indiana. So, um, honestly, if I didn't have dyslexia, I probably wouldn't have found racing. Probably later down the road, but not how I have been today. Um, honestly, it, 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 um, definitely messes with me for sure but i love racing with a passion and it just the drive to (laughs) the drive to drive or race is um very very strong for me so i don't try to let it get it my way um so i am actually very thankful for it honestly does it play a part at all does it enter into your your scope in the racing sense or is it mostly just you know, with school, with the books or whatever the situation, what does it affect your racing at all? And do you have to do things differently at all with regard to your racing because of it? Yeah. So it has, no matter what I'm doing, it messes with me every day for sure. Like I uh, stutter when I talk sometimes, I don't write easily. That's why I use my phone to do stuff because it just autocorrects it. Um, Racing, it, Difficult for sure, but because racing fits my style so much, it's honestly just, it's, I've gotten used to it. Okay. Um, for the interviews and the stuff that I have to write is a lot difficult for me because I procrast- 
procrastinate a lot because of it. So, um, but I can't just keep on fighting, keep on doing what I love. Well, and that's, uh, that's the message to others, uh, with dyslexia, right? Is, uh, don't be stopped. Don't let it stop you from chasing your dream and doing, uh, what you want to do with your life. For sure. I mean, it, if you do have dyslexia, um, just keep on rolling, keep on doing what you love, keep on letting life take you places and just, you know, roll with the punches. So, um, yes, if you do have dyslexia, you know what I'm talking about. Um, if you don't, it, it is difficult for me. So, and difficult for others as well. So just keep on doing what you love. Keep on rolling through the punches and you will definitely, uh, feel a lot better about yourself if you accomplish something that you couldn't, or if you think you couldn't have with it. So about a month or so ago, you, uh, joined race face brand development, um, how has that played a part over the last month with you? And, and uh, what do you feel like the advantages are that, that have helped you? And what, you know, what, what are you getting out of that that contributes to your racing? Um, Rod and them guys over there at, you know, race face are just crazy good people to work with. Um, they've really, they've really made my attitude going into the weekend better. Um, they have helped me with a lot. They made my website, and I couldn't have been happier with it. So um, they really made me push myself to do things that I didn't think I could do. Like, I do all my posts every weekend now, and I've been trying to keep up with that as well as racing and learning about the car. And But uh, it's uh, become more of a normal thing because of them. So I'm very thankful for them over there. Well, uh, it, it definitely is a, a budding career for you, for sure. You've, uh, <laughs> yeah. you've made about as big of an impact in your first year running a late model at Hickory Motor Speedway as uh, any driver I've seen in a while, um, and almost universal respect, too. I mean, you've really, you, you know, every rookie has those moments where you make the rookie mistake, and um, there may have been one somewhere along the way, but I can't put my finger on what it would be. I know you had some issues with shifting uh, for part of a night a couple of weeks ago, but again, those are things that you just kind of go through as you're trying to adjust to everything. And for the most part, you've had a pretty uh, smooth sailing kind of year and I'm knocking some wood here next to me in the studio because obviously I don't want to jinx it for you. <laughs> well, thank you for that because we did start out rough, but we definitely, you know, have gotten a lot better and, I've gotten a lot better. The team's gotten a lot better. The conversations that we've had, the communication is just, everything is just better now. So, I mean, obviously I won last weekend and it's uh, crazy how much I didn't think I even myself didn't think I could, you know, go this far in just one year. Um, but it's uh, definitely a whole different whole different experience for sure okay you got 30 seconds who helps you make it happen all righty so i'd like to thank uh triple r racing prw chassis tiger rear ends um race face foj foundation and that's it right now okay well uh sambutlerracing.com is the website sam butler racing on social media uh thanks for joining us sam we really appreciate it uh, you'll be back in the saddle again this weekend to go try and defend that win and make it two in a row and we uh, wish you all the best with that 
Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. That is Sam Butler, and uh, good to uh, have him on the show. He is definitely somebody to watch. So if you're listening to this show, I encourage you to go follow him on his social media, Sam Butler Racing, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also sambutlerracing.com for the website. Um, we're going to talk uh, once again with Peter Strada as we continue after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness as we continue with uh, this week's show. Uh, we've had Peter Strada with us 
all show long. He is from TSJ Sports and is uh, very well versed in NASCAR and the racing world. And um, we've kind of had a NASCAR themed show, not necessarily because that's all we wanted to talk about, but there's just been so doggone much going on with all the breaking news stories and uh, obviously the playoffs and all of that. Um, we're hopefully we will hear from Randy Miller at some point here. Um, as far as uh, talking fantasy and such, he should be calling us here shortly. So we'll, we'll bring him in on the conversation as well. But um, we started to talk about the Xfinity series, uh, Peter. And again, the, uh, the finish last week with Brandon Jones getting his second win. Um, and I, man, I, I never thought that I would, and, and this is not a knock on Brandon Jones. I'm a huge fan of Brandon's super nice kid. And I've always thought that he's, he's been overdrawn at the luck bank for like two years. Um, and finally this year he's, he's starting to have some of that luck come back, but I never thought I'd be saying going into the Xfinity series playoffs that Brandon Jones has to be ranked as one of the real contenders to win a championship, Peter. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a win so late in the regular season, and in the fashion he got it, you got to think we'll give that Joe Gibbs team all the momentum in the world heading into the regular season finale in a couple of races, and then eventually the championship run. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, uh, him getting the win in that uh, that series again when um, Ross Chastain and Denny Hamlin tangled. Um, it, it didn't knock them out, it just... Uh, they they kind of just slipped basically and um you know got into each other and fell back a little bit and on on to the win went to uh, Brandon Jones pretty amazing again pretty amazing finish uh we've seen this in Xfinity all year long it never seems to be the same two drivers um but uh we we've seen these kind of last lap sort of incidents or close finishes and uh you know, this benefited Brandon Jones. Chastain hung, hung on for second. Ryan Sieg getting a huge third-place finish, and again, big for him as we head toward the head uh, toward the playoffs as well. Absolutely, and Sieg, he had a heck of a day because he spun on that free, bringing out the first caution in that 39 car, just battled back all day. They spent a lot of the time a lot down, but fought and clawed their way somehow to finish third, which I believe his his career best finish yeah i think it is for sure riley herbst fourth denny hamlin ended up fifth then harrison burton noah gregson michael Anetta, austin hill and there's Myatt snyder um talked about this on uh on the inside pass yesterday there's Myatt snyder hanging around again in the top 10 finishing 10th with uh, the Sieg team car that young man has done a tremendous job with that particular car, he's been splitting. Well, he spent most of his time in that car, but then he also has been uh, spending, he spent a few races worth of time in the uh, 21 for Richard Childress racing as well. Um, Maya just doing a great job, man. Absolutely. I mean, he's a bit of a long shot to make the playoffs. He's trying to get up there into the points battle. He's just a little ways out, but for being in that uh, 93 car most of the races that's no small uh achievement that's a win for them yeah for sure uh okay i think do we have randy on the phone as well uh okay randy miller is with us uh randy not in studio tonight because uh his regular work responsibilities took him 
out of town, um, but uh, is joining us via the strutmasters.com other hotline. Uh, we've had both phone lines buzzing tonight. It's uh, great to have that much activity, honestly. Um, Randy, welcome to the show. And uh, we've been talking Xfinity a little bit. Um, you want to chime in with your thought on uh, Brandon Jones' big win over the weekend? Uh, again, never thinking that we'd be saying that he would be one of the favorites going into the playoffs to contend for a championship at the rate he's going. Well, you know, every time he wins a race, it always seems like he comes from out of nowhere. Yeah. So you never, you never really can count him out no matter what race he's in. But it's good to see other guys get an opportunity to show what they can do. And I, I think when we get to the playoffs and we start talking about, you know, obviously the Austin Cendricks and the Chase Briscoes of the world, I, I think you, you have to put in a case for Brandon Jones because you just never yeah. know when he's going to win. He yep. comes from out of nowhere and he surprises you a lot of the time. Well, and again, remember, I mean, we go to Phoenix, it's one, it's winner take all pretty much. I mean, that's how yeah. this deal goes. You got to beat the other, uh, the other three guys that are left in the playoffs with you. So, yeah, I agree totally. Okay, so while I've got you guys both here, I mentioned that Mike Wallace had been suspended indefinitely by NASCAR for his conduct. Um, this afternoon is when that happened. Now, um, the most recent post that he has on his uh, Facebook and this is not, I don't think this is what got him in trouble. I'm not going to read the whole post, um, but it basically was a post pursuant to, um, you know, his, as he travels across the U.S., um, you know, he, he kind of sees different political views and, and uh, you know, he and uh, apparently a four-star military general that he spent time with in the Middle East um, had had some conversations about, uh, you know, not really getting into a conversation about politics or religion unless you're really smart. Um, and, you know, the four-star general compared it to, it's like being balanced on a single-edge razor blade. If you slip, you'll get cut. Um, and, you know, he says, think about that before we all make a foolish, uneducated post. Um, I don't think there's anything there that gets you suspended. However... Um, I think if you look at a couple of his other recent posts, um, you know, on, on his Facebook, then you start to get a slightly different picture of, you know, why NASCAR saw fit to, uh, take the action that they're taking. Um, I, I want to get both of you to kind of give your opinion. I'll start with you, Randy, and I don't know how much you've even had a chance to research this, but, um, if you haven't, then you can defer to uh, uh, just go ahead and defer over to uh, Peter. But um, what is your take on this? Well, I, I mean, I'm actually I, I'm reading. I was reading the story as you were talking about it, and okay. I mean, the first thing that came to my mind is he's 61 years old. So, at what point did you just talk rubbish, random thoughts? Yeah, and don't ever really make any sense when you're talking. But. I mean, NASCAR has a rule in place, obviously, that rule, you know, prohibits you from, from saying or doing anything that, you know, may or may not hurt the image of the sport. So whether he said something or did something or, you know, whatever, I guess that's not really the point. But to me, it's just funny that, you know, we're, we're talking about a guy who hasn't been relevant in our sport in 15 or 20 years um, and really only has ran, what, two races for JD Motorsports this year, and they were both road course races, if I'm not mistaken. So Yeah, all three of them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's not really going to be a huge loss to the sport. I mean, I hate to say that. I'm sorry, Mike Wallace fans, but 
you know, I mean, it's not like we're talking about, you know, Austin Dillon or, you know, Joey Logano or somebody making those comments. So, um, you know, some things, I guess, can be overlooked. I guess it just depends on what the situation is. But, you know, I mean, that, that rule has been in our sport for, you know, 40 years. You, you don't talk bad about the sport in any way, shape, or form. And when you do, you get help. So. Well, I don't think it was even that he was talking bad about the sport. I think he was it was more the political aspect. And, and again, I think some of this is, some of this is, um, you know, what, uh, is what he said prior to today, not necessarily what he said today, Peter, would you agree or no? Looking back on what he posted on his Facebook, but other people have reposted on Twitter. Yeah. I think it wasn't what he posted today, the apology or explanation they got him in trouble. It was past, activity that NASCAR likely took issue with. And given what he said, I'm not going to repeat it here, but no. it, I think NASCAR took the proper protocols here. They stuck to the letter of the law, which is what they should have done. Yeah. I mean, it's just tough because again, sometimes, and I want to be careful how I say this here, my, even myself, sometimes it's the, it's the position that you're in in life that matters too a little bit. Um, because, you, you know, I might post something that we could say, well, okay, that's a fact. But then if someone else who's a, a celebrity posts it and puts different words into it, it takes the fact now and makes it somehow an opinion. And sometimes it can be a negative one. And I think that's where Mike's, um, you know, Mike just isn't very focused here. Um, you know, there's some stuff here that I just don't think he should have posted, um, period, regardless of his situation. Um, but, you know, you just when you're inside, when you're a, when you're a celebrity uh, and this is why sometimes I see some celebrities get away with things that others don't. And that, that makes me really angry to be honest, because I don't, I think it should be universal across the board. What's good for one should be good for everybody. Um, but we know that's never the way it works, Peter. And, and I just, yeah, I, I mean, I think what's here. Yeah. I think NASCAR, they wanted to pull him out before he did anything else. He should have done, you know, said something that was really off the wall. Um, and just, you know, kind of um, sit him down. He's going to have to go through sensitivity training. And uh, so, you know, you just, um, it, 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 you can't, you got to be real careful when you're in an organization, whether it's NASCAR or the NFL or whatever, you can't, you can't do anything that reflects badly on that sport. And I think there are some things here that probably uh, fall under that situation without much doubt. That, that, that sensitivity training class is getting full. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Uh, well, um, I think Kyle Larson learned his lesson, and I think uh, Mike Wallace. And by the way, for those of you out there who may want to ask the question, Mike and Bubba, not related. Um, no relation there. Mike is actually uh, the brother of Kenny Wallace and Rusty Wallace. There. So that clears that up. Bubba Wallace, not related to either any of them. Um, yeah. So I don't know, guys. Uh, anyway, we move on. Randy, real quick. Uh where are we with regard to fantasy here? All right, let me pull it up real quick. So after uh, Nick won this past weekend with Harvey, now he has a little nine-point lead over Jacob, who picked Denny Hamlin, and then Tommy and you picked uh, Chase Elliott, which we thought we were going to be really, really good. <laughs> yeah, but that ended that. quickly. Yeah. Uh, so now we're 14 back, and of course uh, Red has uh, Christopher Bell has finished 34th, and so now he's 46 back, so. Okay, we right now. so we got about a minute and a half here. So um, who, 
Uh, we know that uh, yesterday on the inside pass, we know that uh, Martin Truex was the pick for Nick DeGroot. Who did you? Who did uh, Jacob pick? Um, actually, Jacob never sent me his pick, so I don't have his pick yet, but I will get it before race time starts. Um, but I picked Denny Hamlin because it's Richmond and it's the home track. Okay, so uh, we're going to give Jacob Quinn Hoff. Only kidding, Jacob. Um, <laughs> but you got to get your picks in on time. Come on, man. Um, okay, so who picks next? Uh, that would be you. Oh, well, okay. Uh, we're, we're at Richmond, um, and I'm tempted to pick Kyle Busch because I think Kyle's due to break out any time, but uh, I also picked Denny Hamlin yesterday, so I have to stick with that. All right. Uh, go and ahead, then, Peter. I guess I'm making it a clean sweep because I am also picking Dennis the hometown menace to get another point <laughs> at Richmond Raceway. See now. You just called Denny a menace, and when somebody hears this show, you're going to get hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to have respect in the world to Denny Hamlin. I just wanted to make the reference. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get booed. And then there, there are a number of people who will go, menace? Why did you call him a menace? Uh, there used to be well, a sh- with Dennis the Menace. It was an old cartoon. Come on, people. Um, I, I figure that uh, you know he has to keep up with Kevin Harvick, and Harvick won last week, so he yeah, has to get that win. he's due. Up. That's exactly the way yeah. this works. Okay, right. so uh, by the way, uh, as we close the longest uh, last segment, we got one more radio segment left, but to restart lap 83 of tonight's truck race, Zane Smith in the lead, Grand M Finger in second, back in a moment. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. 
The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Okay, final radio segment here, uh, and just seeing Jacob Seelman, who not is not here tonight, uh, but is uh, reporting on the Truck Series event. Derek Kraus, at this point in the truck race, just shy of uh, 50 to go in Stage 2. Splitter is dragging. He's running 17th, and Derek is on the outside looking in. We talked about him earlier um, as you know, the one outside the bubble right now, but he's, uh, so he's, he's gotta make some changes here. If he's going to end up with, uh, a playoff spot, this is the cutoff race for the truck series tonight. Okay. Uh, guys, we've got, uh, about a minute left here. Um, so real quickly, I'm going around the table cup series playoff bubble. You've got, um, Kurt Busch, Eric Almarola, Clint Boyer, Cole Custer, Okay, after Richmond, who is the bottom two? Who are the bottom two? Bush, Almarola, Boyer, Custer. Uh, we'll go Randy first, 40 seconds. Custer and Boyer, I think it stays the same. Okay, Custer and Boyer, are you going to disagree with him, Peter? Uh, a little bit. I'll go DiBenedetto and Custer. I just don't think DiBenedetto can make up enough points to get into the top 12. My bad. I forgot uh, we had the Benedetto and Blaney stuck in there as well. My computer was stopped at 14. Um, so, yeah, okay, De Benedetto for you. I'm actually going to – I don't believe that. I'm going uh, Almirola and Custer. I actually think those are the bottom two. Uh, so all, hard to believe that uh, after this week we're already to the third race of round one. We'll be back uh, next week. Bye. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu training for a better life you can be an it professional in as little as four months visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today motorsports madness a race chaser media production for more exciting and passionate motorsports content follow race chaser media on facebook instagram twitter and youtube and visit racechasermedia.com the opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.